Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, December 4th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Grinch himself, at Tim Gettys. Happy Jay-Z's birthday. Okay, hold on now. Bring your chair down. Why are you so fucking high? I bring it down every time I sit here because I'm always with these little short fries. You know what I mean? The fry guys. But then you got two Ronald McDonald's. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. Just so you know. What? You liked it better when he was soup? Fine. Give me my one. I'm going up then too. Because you know what? No, it's too high. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to the wide though. Because I don't mind. Like, I understand. He's an inch shorter than you. This is perfect. Huh? I said he's an inch shorter than you. This is perfect. Multiple inches shorter. Ah, I mean, you know. I don't mind no giving him the rub. I'm just saying it looked weird. You know what I mean? Because when it comes in with blessing, I got to bring out like Ben's little stool that I yeah. sit on. Then you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Mike's up in the freaking clouds. Well, Mike's even... got. They've all got a complex. They all. This is thank what? God you I and I don't have to worry about it since we're not short. I've never Mike. once thought neither about my height. Mike. Yeah, Mike's a lot of things. He is a lot of things. Yeah. Short's not one of them. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. I mean. Maybe he's not talking about how short his height is. God damn it. God damn it. We don't need to go there. <laughs> hey, everybody. We promised we weren't going to talk funny. about that. Kind of funny. Oh, here. my God. How was fun. your weekend, Greg? It was excellent. That. How, All was, right, how prepared are you for this week? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what a fucking week have Strap you shown it. up for? All right. I got it in housekeeping. I'll tell you about it right now if you want, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow is a day that will live in infamy. Oh, yeah. The Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, or Grand really? Th- the new Grand Theft Auto, what are they going to call it? Dropping tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific time. West Coast, Best Coast. Of course, that's a normal 9 a.m. for New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm walking in. Hey, I'm in the mob. Hey, I put a body in a thing. You know what I mean? Rockstar likes to flex like that because they can't since they're in New York or whatever. They're doing it because it's Florida time. That's the only reason. What? Oh, that's, that's cool. I like that. <sighs> What we've decided to do, ladies and gentlemen, is do what we do best. And that's serve you, the audience. So tomorrow, at 4.45 in the morning, I'm going to leave my fucking house to come here, and we will live react to GTA 6 with you, of course, on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, we will be live, what, 5.30 to 5.45. I said it's 5.30 call time. Yeah. We want to start getting live early in front of these things yeah. so we can hang out a bit. Uh, 5.45, we will then react to the trailer live yeah. as it happens. Uh, we're going to talk about that as a top story. Don't worry about that. We will end the reactions and immediately record Kind of Funny Games Daily. Mm-hmm. We will do Kind of Funny Games Daily right there because you assume the trailer will be the biggest part of the news and we'll be able to assemble the other stuff around there, right? We will then end that and then roll right into a sponsored VR stream we have that we're pretty stoked about. And then we're going to keep do- we're going to do the rest of the day as if it w- we're running on East Coast time, even though we're here in San Francisco. We're going to be done with our day 
at a nice 2 30, 3 o'clock, exhausted, go home and sleep. Mm-hmm. But we're doing that. We're going to be here early, and that's what just doing tomorrow. It live. That's just tomorrow. That's not talking about Thursday when it's the game awards. Mm-hmm. When we will once again blow up the schedule. Me and Blessing will be down in La La Land, LA. All right. Riding jet skis, wearing bikinis. Then we'll go to the game awards. What's going to happen here, though, is so that they can just be live up until the game awards because they'll be doing the pre and post shows and all that jazz and reactions and all that jazz. Games Daily will start the day for kind of funny at noon. Yes. Noon Pacific time will be Games Daily. Hawaii time? I'm making that up. But is it? No, you're right. That's yeah? Right. Yeah, Hawaii time. They're three hours in the future. Is that right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Past, too. Our past? Our past? No, our future. Usual, as I'm just our saying, past. noon. It'll be noon. It'll be noon our time. Yes. So if you get games daily at 10, add two hours to that. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. Exactly. And then they will just be live with the Jabroni boys and everything else. And then into the pre-show, into the reactions, into the post-show. Very no, exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Game Awards, GTA. Come on. What a week to Don't be alive. Don't things in between. What a week to be alive. Oh, good. But anyway, how was your weekend, Greg? It was great. A little Christmassy weekend. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Ben's aunt, Lucy James from GameSpot, came over a Friday night. We had a lovely dinner. She stayed over. We woke up, uh, and then we, uh, you know, went out. We got the Christmas tree. We went out to a nice breakfast. We ran around the Christmas tree, not farm, just area where they had all these trees. Ben had a great time. They had a bulldozer. He loved that. What does Ben refer to Lucy as if he does? Just Lucy. We call her Auntie Luce. Yeah. And he'll say, like, when he parrots things back, he'll say Auntie Luce. Yeah. Well, lots of times it's Lucy. There's a study there. Uh, And then what? We put him down for a nap, exhausted. Um, the idea was to decorate the house, but we were too tired for that. We just took a nap. Yeah. Uh, woke up and then did something fun in the afternoon that was also Christmas related, but it escapes me now. Then yesterday we went to this Christmas house like the, the nursery does. That was very nice. Uh, then we went to a tree lighting last night. Oh, tree mm-hmm. lighting. Fun. Not a, not a bad weekend. Not a bad weekend. Yeah. What about you? I had an amazing weekend. Sure. Friday night. Went How down many to, Charizards did you get? Uh, what? Well, eh. A couple. <laughs> okay. Maybe not Charizards, but there was a Hasuian Samurott raid. It was a whole thing. Oh, okay, okay. Got okay. a couple shiny of those motherfuckers. But no, <clears throat> Friday went down to Los Angeles because uh, the amazing Chris Anka yep. uh, invited me as his plus one to the special one-off showing of the Across the Spider-Verse uh, with a live orchestra and DJ situation. Because a couple months ago, we saw Into the Spider-Verse when they went on tour. Never this forget. was just this was uh, a special invite-only thing at the Academy Awards Museum, wow. which was like super cool and fancy. Um, and like the, the directors were there, the producers were there, like everybody was there. It was really, really cool. Chris was there, which is so damn awesome. Uh, me and him were grabbing dinner right beforehand, uh, right beforehand and um, uh, ran into Matt Rohrbeck's wife, who okay. happened to be in town for um, some like uh, video stuff that they were doing. And then Matt came, not knowing I was there. Oh, that's funny. Lost his mind. We hung out all night. It was so much fun. They were going to this as well. And um, it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. The composer, Daniel Pemberton, was on guitar. So this one added a rock band that okay. the first movie okay. didn't have. And the drummer is in a Spider-Gwen outfit. Oh, nice. Just crushing. Kevin, could you just play this just for a second? Yes. It's just the most chill-inducing thing ever. You can watch the whole minute clip. Go uh, over to my Twitter, uh, at Tim Gettys, to, to see this. It was so cool, Greg. Like, the first movie, amazing experience. Seeing this 
Like, this is the third time I've now seen Across the Spider-Verse in, in theaters, which is, I thought I would have seen it w- way more times. But this summer was super packed with games and movies and sure, everything. Sure, yeah, yeah. um, Man, it was. I, if this goes on tour, everybody needs to go see it. it. It was one of the most special experiences I've ever had in my life. The most pure Tim Getty shit ever. Just hype. Yeah, Just yeah. live music, Spider-Man, and hype. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Tim? Yes. We were talking about the length of Mike Howard a second ago. Mm-hmm. But let's move on and talk about the length of the GTA trailer, wow. the length of the Game Awards, wow. and the length of so much more. We'll cover all this because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday and across a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by writing in for free to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, squad ups, and more. Then, of course, you can tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday if you like what we do here if you want to be the christmas miracle we all need go to patreon.com slash kind of funny on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can stuff our stockings and give us a couple bucks to say hey you do good stuff and then you'd subscribe and you'd get the show ad free of course you get them all on demand you get the ability to watch the podcast live as we record the other podcasts all the other podcasts unless there's an embargo like we are this afternoon with the Kind of Funny Podcast. Of course, you get those ad-free there, too. You'd participate in the Trog chat. You'd have a great time. Uh, you could also get more than 400 bonus pieces of content only on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. And, ex- and, of course, exclusive merch each and every month. Housekeeping for you. It's packed. It is a packed housekeeping day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, because of your support on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, we said we would turn our winging it footage of me and Josh bopping around San Francisco into a full-blown TV pilot. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. It is up right now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. You can see me and Josh Makuga motor around the Bay Area trying the best chicken wings. Uh, kind of Munchies is back for their season finale today. Get ready for massive mac and cheese let me try this again. For massive Mac Madness Mayhem, as Andy Cortez eats macaroni and cheese for the first time and probably last time. You can watch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny right after today's kind of funny games daily. Of course you can get it later. Andy Cortez. I eat the mac. I opened the fridge because I had a whole bunch of groceries delivered yeah. and I looked and I forgot how much I forgot it was mac and cheese day. Oh, There's so many mac and cheeses in there that Roger went, went over to do it. Great job. Uh, if that was enough Josh McCuga in your life, ride together, die together. Bad boys for life. Mike and Nick are back in the driver's seat tonight for one last action movie. Watch along to round out the year. Only this time they're going to be joined by the one and only Josh McCuga to hear all his hot takes on the nine, the nineties Will Smith slash Martin Lawrence action classic bad boys. Come hit the hard streets of Miami with the boys tonight at 7.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Nice to see him back around. It is. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that guy. Uh, then I mentioned it earlier. This week is completely screwed up for games daily. So remember tomorrow it'll be after the GTA trailer, meaning that probably what you're looking at like, let's just say 6.30, but probably even like 6.25, maybe 20. 19, depending how much we BS around about the trailer. Uh, and then, of course, Thursday, it's at noon because we want to lead you right into the Game Awards. On top of all of that, remember tomorrow I was talking about a sponsored stream. Uh, Arashi, Castles of Sin, Final Cut comes out tomorrow, and we're going to do a sponsored stream to show it off. 
Come watch the Jabroni Boys take on the role of the deadly assassin and travel across feudal Japan to defeat the six Oni of Iga. It's VR's award-winning stealth action experience, and you can watch us play it tomorrow after Kind of Funny Games Daily. Of course, all that will be on demand. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one. I'm sick of talking about girth. Let's talk about the length of the GTA 6 trailer uh, over the weekend. Well, I actually didn't say over the weekend. The world's been a buzz oh, yes. with GTA 6. GTA, yes. GTA. Lots of memes of the poster. Everybody announcing something with the poster. Poster, poster, poster. Tomorrow's the day. We already know this. 6 a.m. Pacific time. We'll be live. You'll watch it with us. We'll have a great time. The GTA trailer drops. But the question on everybody's lips has been, how long is this bad boy? Can we get it all in? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, not a question I asked. Wario 64. <laughs> Wario 64 on Twitter says Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer one is 91 seconds long, according to YouTube. Kevin, can we go live to the link? Of course, the world premiere is already up. You can go click on it. You can bookmark it. You notify, and you can see right here. Kevin, can you? Hi Thank you very much. Oh, a little bit higher. 48,554 people are waiting here. For a trailer that premieres in 19 hours. If you are an audio listener, it's a YouTube premiere, so you can come here, you can wait, you can click the notify button. Usually, you could chat ahead of time. When we do our things, and yeah. they're like a blessing show premiere, you can chat until they've turned that off. So it's just 45,000 people sitting just here. sitting here Just waiting. having this open, ready, they are locked and loaded for this. It's going to break records, Greg. 100%. Like, this is about to be one of the biggest trailer moments of all time like i would not be surprised if this is the number one movie game or otherwise sure so timothy mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways to come at this one. Oh yeah but i like to start with the audience because for me my partner always comes first killian writes into kind of funny.com slash kfgd and says good morning kf crew we're less than 24 hours away from the next gta trailer the first trailer for a brand new entry in over 10 years at this point do you think Whatever is in this trailer will be able to live up to the hype so many people have had, and what vibe do you think they'll go for? GTA 4 and GTA 5's reveal trailers clearly had defined moods and are some of the more iconic ones, but I wonder if this new entry will be able to live up to it. Tim, when it's done tomorrow, yes. 91 seconds of bliss ends. Uh -huh. Are we going to be happy or sad? I think, I think we will be happy. Yeah. I think the majority of people will be happy. I think with the era that we're in of social media, it, there's going to be uh, a very Obviously, a lot of people, people are pissed are off. Yeah. About a bunch of things this way or that way. There will be more conversation about this. There will be more feeling about this, more discourse about this feeling it. than uh, potentially anything we've seen in games up to this point, um, both good and bad. But I expect to be happy from this because I don't think there's anything in it that I need to see. Even a release date is like the that would be the big thing, right? And you're not going to get that. You really don't think I don't so? Think so do you? I don't either. But there is a chance. I'd like to set expectations, Tim. Go for it. I'd like to right now go. Doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo -doo. Remember, Mister Caffeine. Many oh, people yeah. don't. Uh, I'd like to go back in time, Kevin, if you don't mind, and play the trailer for GTA Five. 
Because again, GTA 5, Kevin, how long is this trailer you're covering right now? But it's similar, right, to the 91 seconds. 24 seconds. Minute 24 seconds, right? So this kind of gives you, let's just play it and watch it, Kev, with some sound. You see it in the movies. I wanted to retire from what I was doing, you know? From that, that line of work. Be a good guy for once, a family man. So, I bought a big house, came here, put my feet up, and thought I'd be a dad like all the other dads. My kids would be like the kids on TV. We'd play ball and sit in the sun, but, well, you know how it is. Right? No release date. Yeah. Just the first taste there. So had me call Ray Liotta's, Ray Liotta's agent at IGN. What's up? That ended. And we, every, I remember the original thing was like, oh, it's Ray Liotta. They're doing the, It's going to be Tommy and yada, yada. So I, I, I reached out to the agent and actually did journalism where I asked questions like, no, he's not in the No, agent. that's not it. That's yeah. so funny. Well, I mean, uh, a follow-up to that kind of is remember we did um, the New York Comic-Con panel um, that you hosted with the, the entire voice cast. And it yeah. was like such a transformative moment for at least a couple of them of being like, oh, for I sure. didn't realize what we, what we had. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you talk about that, right? You're talking about uh, the three main voice actors, right? Uh, is it... I, I'm, uh, I, Stephen, Stephen Ogg. Ogg. S- Stephen Ogg. What'd you say? Ogg. Ogg. Stephen yeah. Ogg. Uh, Ned Luke. And then Sean Fant- Fontaine. That's what it was. Thank you. Or Fontana. I'm sorry. Chat, you're wrong me on that one. But that was... Like, remember, they worked on that game in secret for years. For years. Um, and this was their coming out party because it was the first thing they were able to do together since it had ha- launched. And you want you talk about a, a transformative experience for them. I think in arguably the most special panel I've ever been a part of where it was like they didn't know what they were getting into. And so when we walked in front of that room and it went bonkers and it was like, I mean, I, you know, I've done a lot of different things. I've done Trey and Matt and Hall H. I've done a bunch of Hall H stuff, yada, 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 like. This was that place was out of control for 15 minutes where like because they were jumping off the stage, running out into the audience. The audience was I mean, it was just deafening roars. And I remember that's the one like there's so many great clips that came out of it where it was at the Q&A. Somebody got up and asked Steven to yell at him like Trevor. And he stomped off the stage and came. And I see that go around my TikTok. And then I also see if you remember. You might have even re- recorded it. We did the backstage, the, right. yeah, me yeah. interviewing the three of them afterwards, and it was like you can see the elation in them, and that they know that they it's proof we just fucking did something. You talk about Stephen, of course, yeah. Og, and then he goes on to be Stephen from The Walking Dead, Stephen from Westworld. You know what I mean? Like he just goes on and on and on and on. And you talk about Ned Luke too. I was going to bring this up later, but because he's that's obviously Ned Luke talking there. Of Ned Luke, one of the nicest guys or whatever. Do you know how many people follow Ned Luke on TikTok? No. 2.7 million yeah, man. because That's all he power. does is GTA content. And, you know what I mean? He talks about doing this. It's so incredible. Yeah, man. And we're about to get introduced to, to a new cast here, but, but taking it back. So looking at that trailer, which yeah. was absolutely incredible. We've talked about this for the last couple of weeks of like, I'll never forget the day that dropped. Like that was yeah. being at IGN at that moment was so special. There's an energy. And I feel like that energy's brewing here. It kind of funny. It's exciting. Uh, but thinking back to when I was a wee little lad, 
I remember the the Vice City trailer dropping. I, I, if I remember correctly, it was the uh, Flock of Seagulls uh, Iran uh, trailer. Yeah, right. I think Vice, that's right. I think yeah, that's yeah. right for the Vice City reveal. That's and definitely then, what we all remember. And then San Andreas was the Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Guns and Roses, and I was like, Good Lord, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then when the GTA 4 trailer dropped, it was such a different vibe. Like, obviously, GTA 4, I mean, in title alone, moving uh, ahead a generation and generations of consoles moving ahead, right? Um, but if you remember, the GTA 4 reveal trailer was, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, no VO at all. And it was done as a time lapse mm. of New mm. York. You get to see all the lights and stuff. And Liberty it was, City. Uh, I, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I always forget the, uh, um, yeah, the yeah. name of the song, but it, it was like this, uh, this, this movie from, um, it was a song from a movie that was just about time lapses, and there was this, like, this really, really frenetic like, orchestral uh, music play. Yeah, this, this stuff. Like, come on. This is awesome and epic, too, but it's so different compared to what we, we've well, seen we before, just saw, yeah. and then even what we just saw with GTA Five. So what are we seeing with GTA Six? You know, like, what is the vibe going to be? This being, I mean, let's start here. Yeah. Is it GTA 6? Duh, right? <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got to be, right? Because that's what that says. Even like, if it's going to be Vice City with the V and the I capital, mm -hmm. like, the, we, I mean, like, mm -hmm. you got, uh, again, like, Rockstar is art and art and art, but they're, they're also part of Take-Two, and Take-Two is money and money and money. So you imagine, in that... You, why GTA five just fucking crushed and nobody was like, blah, 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 poo poo in it because of the title. Yeah, I, I feel like this is one of the like rare instances where it's like, no matter what you, we've all, we always argue, like, just call it Grand Theft Auto. Just, you know, have yeah, yeah. I've never done. I, I feel like six though. It's like that, that is such an important thing that like the general public's going to be like GTA six. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is a big moment. And like they did with five, you know, yeah. and, like, and I, I feel like obviously, this is probably going to be huge, and it's, it's probably going to be amazing and all that. Um, but what do you think the style is of the trailer? I think it will be similar in style to what we just saw for five. I think that they have moved into that cinematic space where it has to be. We're giving you something compelling, and it, I think it's the trailer needs to showcase how far they've come graphically and fidelity wise and all that jazz, and it needs to establish in some way. Not, I mean, obviously. That wasn't point to point what the story is, right? But it was a great summation of what Michael's story was in GTA 5. So what are we being set up for in GTA 6 in terms of who we're playing as and where we are and all of those things, right? I yeah. think you need to establish location. You need to establish character. Is there a license song? Yes, 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah, we're, it'd be too easy for us to live react to something that wouldn't get us dinged in copyright yeah, I claim. No. About that. I need to talk to Kev later about some contingency plans. Yeah, but we will be pulled down, I'm sure, at some point and have to re-upload something or whatever the hell it'll be. We'll, yeah, we'll live we're, in... We're, 100%. We're just going for it, gotta go. This is what it's all about, content creation. But, but yeah. yes, it will be a licensed song that I think is fitting where we are. Yeah. So if it is Vice City, like... What are you pulling and what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously there's a million songs you can pull from for anything. Yeah. I mean, do they just straight up do a flock of I fucking Eagles? wish they would. I mean, like, is that too much? Is that I think perfect? it is too I much because I think, I think the argument there, because you're making a compelling argument about like GTA 6 tells the world, hey, this is it. If you put in Flock of Seagulls, then wait, is this a remaster? Is this a remake? Did I already play this game? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I think so, you get weird about that. This, this is a funny thing, and like I know we're we're already kind of going long on this, but we're allowed to. For this, hey, hey, we're talking about length here. We're making up for Mike. Got to do it. So, B, 
thinking about Grand Theft Auto and the legacy of Grand Theft Auto, it's funny because we're a bunch of old boomers at this point when it comes to that franchise in particular. Yeah. Where what, what would you say in your heart of hearts is the most iconic Grand Theft Auto game? Hilarious. That's hilarious. Iconic? Like, okay, fine. Like, uh, popular. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, yes. popular five. Iconic Vice City, See, okay. right? Because the, the colors and the neon and it, like having Ray Liotta do the voice, especially coming from GTA 3, right? Yeah, you know, Phil Collins is in it. Like, Vice City is fucking awesome. Yes, and so I'm right there with you, but I've been constantly blown away over the last, I mean, honestly, probably since 5 came out, that whenever we do trivia, whenever we do kind of feudy, whenever we do anything like that, and there's a GTA question, Vice City is not the answer. Like, San Andreas, four, five, yes. Vice City, for some reason, and maybe it's just old, we're old people, so it's like we're just irrelevant now, but like, I'm so with you that like, there's something about Vice City that I feel is more special than the others, and I think it's because of the 80s, and because of the colors, and because of the, the licensed soundtrack being what it was like that was a moment whereas gta 3 had some licensed songs but it wasn't the point whereas like it felt that way i think the vice reason it, like maybe it works so much is that G vice city was capitalizing the promise of gta 3 gta 3 for us was this holy shit this game that was top down 2d just jumped to a sandbox open world invented a genre pretty much right i can go in a building i can fight the cops like this is insane but GTA 3 wasn't the story and there was no voice acting from your character and there was, you know, voices obviously in the world, but it wasn't like a, this is fucking cinema. Whereas Vice City really was like, we have fucking Ray Liotta from Goodfellas in this thing. We're telling an 80s thing about, you know, basically Scarface mafia drugs. Like it seemed like a sequel to Goodfellas in a lot of ways and all these different things that like, holy shit, like this is what I loved about GTA 3, but with a style and with all these like, you know, A-listers or things. And then you get to San Andreas, which was trying to capitalize on that again, but then you started getting to where maybe it did too much. Maybe it separated pe from people, right? Where it was like, oh, I don't want to work out. Oh, I don't want to eat this thing. Yada, yada, yada. Like CJ's awesome and Samuel Jackson's awesome and all these things were rad about it. But it was like, I don't know. For some reason, I think it's, maybe it's a little bit of like what I was talking about with Fallout where it's like, everybody has their, hey, I came out of that vault the first time and that is going to be, resonate with you whether it's three, whether it's four, whatever you do, that's going to be your first Bethesda game. It's so funny though, because I think this is where we're kind of like getting to where I think the point is with this, where I'm right there with you. I played three, I played Vice City, I played San Andreas. And in theory, San Andreas should have been the one for Tim. 90s, hip hop, Los Angeles, yeah, like yeah. San Francisco as well. Like I should have been all in and I wasn't. Like I remember I was not let down by it by any stretch of the imagination, but it didn't hit for me. It didn't same. resonate. And I think it's because we'd year after year essentially played these games and like hundred percent of these games and cheat coded these games and lived in these games that by the time it happened, <coughs> we were kind of like, okay, I, I get what this is. It, it's, it's improved and whatever, but whatever. I think then numbers even speak for this, like more and more and more people were playing it. And I feel like more and more people had San Andreas as their first. And then more and sure. more people had four as their first, and then even more had five Cousin. as their first. And we're just now dealing with that reality of us getting old and stuff. But yeah. uh, so with that, I, I, I don't know. Like maybe using Iran is the perfect mesh mm. of speaking to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, like, are we, are you, do you fully believe that tomorrow we'll see GTA 6? It will be in Vice City. It will be. Is it going to be another 80s game? I don't think it's 80s. And, and you know, that's modern day Vice City. If it's modern day Vice City, I don't think Iran makes sense then. 
I think you have to use some Pitbull song or some clubby thing if you're doing that kind of. Yeah, but I mean, it could be a clubby Iran. Not that people necessarily want that, but like I would pop off for it, but that's because I'm a bad person, Greg, you know, but I would really pop off for that. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, imagine if they just got a new, a Pitbull new, a new version of Iran that's Pitbull. That'd really piss people off. Hey, come on, Mr. Worldwide? Yeah. We're going to piss off of Mr. Worldwide? But, but yeah, I, I do. I think it's Vice City for sure. Like, I think there's been enough leaks that, like, kind of confirmed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as opposed to it just making sense. So, I I don't think it'll be 80s. I think it will be modern times. Yeah. Um, But, like, that's that's going to be difficult to, to pull off. Like, I feel like something, watching that GTA 5 trailer, like, that had a story to tell, and it did it. I'm really interested in what the story they're going to tell in Vice City is. Lemon bending the chat says, kind of funny needs to discover Bad Bunny. He's been at the top of the world for years. Lemon, I'm well-versed in Bad Bunny. I saw him beat the shit out of Damian Priest. I, yeah. I am well-versed in the WWE superstar Bad Bunny. I think it's more like, uh, I think they're bringing up the point that like, because I, I saw this, the discussion Mike and them were having last week, like Pitbull is like, it's a dated thing. Like yeah. that's not modern. Having said that, Pitbull is forever. Okay. We can just understand and deal with that. He's yeah. worldwide yeah. and timeless. Mr. Worldwide. Um, but, but yeah, I, I get the point there that it could be somebody else, but, um, I also think it would make total sense if it was Pitbull. Welcome to Speculation Station, Greg Miller. <laughs> it's never it? happened on one of my shows before. <laughs> Wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> um, but man, so what, what do you think we get? I mean, I think you're going to get a lot of establishing shots that show off how vast the city is or the area we're playing is, how detailed it is, how beautiful it is. I think we get a VO from the character as well, setting up maybe multiple characters. I'm getting crazy here, okay? This is now speculation station, full effect. Choo -choo. We're getting Vice City. Duh. We know it. We've expected it. It's been leaked. It makes sense. What could be the most exciting thing possible for GTA 6, though? Do they do it? Do they just go all out and show some of San Andreas? Show some of Liberty City? Is it too early or is this the moment to be like, we are worldwide? I think it's too early. Yeah. I think, I mean, you look at even GTA five there, right? Like it wasn't like, also here's Trevor and also here's Franklin. Like we're doing all these things. It, it, we thought it was very much going to be just from Michael's perspective, unless there was leaks then too, I forget. But it's been 10 years. Yeah. And the world's changed. This the is GTA changed. six. So yeah. it's like when that came out, that felt different. If they just put out this trailer, but it looks nicer. In, in Vice City, I I mean it'll be enough, but I don't think that's what Rockstar wants. I think Rockstar wants what I want. I think they want people tomorrow to act like people did when they saw GTA 5's trailer, and I don't think just doing that with a new coat of paint achieves that. I think it'll achieve much success, but I don't think it achieves what they're capable of achieving. Fair enough. We'll find out yeah. tomorrow. Did you see the, the the conspiracy theory here, Greg? No, I haven't seen the conspiracy theory. Um, GTA Online has a shirt that has, it's like a, a, the alien conspiracy theory stuff from San yeah, Andreas, yeah. right? Uh -huh. There's numbers going around it. Yeah. Whole bunch of numbers. Some of the numbers include 12523. Okay. Which is the tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are 040125. April Fool's Day 2025. So the thing is, I don't think that this adds up at all. And the biggest reason it falls apart for me is that the 12-5-23, there's no zero before the five. 
there is a zero before the one in sure. the April one. Sure. And I'm like, sure. that doesn't even make sense. So I don't think that happens at all. But can you imagine this game came out in April? That would be mind-blowing. That's, the, I guess, the question. When's it come out? Wait, why would it be mind-blowing to come out in April 2025? <laughs> yeah, you got me there. You okay, got me cool. there. Just got you. Well, that sure. would be mind blowing in a different way. If it was April 2024, sure. Fuck. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be super disappointed if it was April 2025. Yeah, me too. Me too. Which I can still honestly see. Yeah. When do you think this is? Yeah, man. You would hope again, even though you're rock star and all this other stuff, that you're doing this, and so you're coming out next year, fall. You know, September. Yeah. October. Well, yeah. When? What was it? It five? doesn't even matter. Wasn't I guess. five like a May or June? I want to say orange, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But again, no matter when they actually finally say something, it's going to be delayed. Yeah. Oh, you think? Yeah. September 2013? Oh, September. Yeah, September 2013. Oh. Hmm. I think they'll stick to that. Live by their financial numbers. Die by their financial numbers. Fair. Speaking of numbers, Greg Way, let's talk about the length of Jeff Keeley's Game Awards. Number two on the Roper Report. Uh, Shinobi over on Twitter says, The Game Awards 2023 will roughly run 2.5 to 3 hours, confirms Jeff Keighley. Teasing fewer games ahead of the show this time compared to past shows as there are more qu- er, starred new game reveals. Of course, uh, Shinobi is pulling this from a YouTube video FAQ Mr. Keighley did, uh, but these would be the two biting pieces he put out on Twitter. Um, Tim, any surprise with the 2.5 to 3 hour Game Awards? No, I mean, that's in line with every single one that they've done in the last, I mean, since it's been the Game Awards, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and it, it gets a little dicey depending on if you count pre-show and, and all that stuff. But um, I feel like as the years have went on, the pre-show has become more and more part of the show itself. Um, not just in terms of them giving out awards, but making pretty sizable announcements in some of them. Sure, that aren't a lot just of indie the, stuff. The advertising type stuff, but more like, oh, wow, like this is actually exciting. Um, so... Yeah, doesn't surprise me. I'm very, very, like always, stoked for this show. I think that it's an amazing show. I think that they uh, I have pulled off like absolutely wild things. Uh, and just having everybody at the same stage is always exciting because anything can happen. And when anything can happen, that means disappointment will happen. But it also means that pure hype and excitement can also happen multiple times throughout the night when you least expect it. So um, even if it's a thing like Hades too. Very, very cool. But that was Game Awards, right? So it's like I I I have high expectations (laughs) for this because they've proven that I should in terms of a quality show. Sure. Um, not teasing as many games before. I'm excited about that because the last couple of years we did know a sizable amount of things there. I'd rather be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like even if it is just a a demo of a gameplay demo of a game we already know, it's still like exciting to be like, what is that? Oh, it's this. You know, like those moments are fun. So um I'm I'm interested in how different this show is going to be than, than the last couple. Like, obviously, Jeff's been refining and trying to listen to the feedback and, and change a lot of things. And this year, he's already talked. I feel like he's talked more about changes than he's talked about, like, hyping people up for games. Yeah. Um, and even getting rid of the world premiere phrasing and all that stuff, which do people just lack comprehension? Why is everybody so, like, they're not premiering games? Like, that's not what they're saying. They're I mean, they getting, said they're taking away world premieres. They're, they're, they're taking away the words world premiere from being said before a trailer showing. Are you one of them dumb dumbs? Seems like they got something to hide if you're asking me, you know? No, I'm not one of those dumb dumbs. I'm just Good. helping getting you mad. Yeah. Just to see you get angry. It really gets me mad. I know. I just like, come on, guys. Come on. I Tim? expect more from everybody. Game Awards, mm-hmm. Thursday. Kind of funny. Games Daily, mm-hmm. noon. 
streaming all the way up until Game Awards, hanging out, being ready, youtube.com slash games, twitch.tv slash games. We don't need to get you any more angry about it, all right? No. I want you to take a breath, have a sip of coffee, all right? I'm going to tell the audience about patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you can get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free. You can get more than 400 bonus episodes of content. You can watch all the other podcasts ad-free. You can listen to all the podcasts ad-free. You can watch and listen as we record them live, just like the Kind of Funny podcast this afternoon. Guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Tis the season of giving. Get the perfect gift for a special someone, yourself, or both. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Y'all know I've been outside in the sun a lot playing Pokemon Go, and it's such a great experience wearing Shady Rays when I'm out and about looking dope. And that's not all. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out a very merry deal for the season you can go to shadyrays.com use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people by going to shadyrays.com using code kind of funny and you'll get 50 percent off for two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with number three on the Roper Report. Fortnite continues to be effing insane. I'm going to read from a PR blast, but if you missed it over the weekend, uh, they ended uh, with the Big Bang. They ended their season there, the OG season or whatever, uh, with the Big Bang Saturday that blew everything up. Uh, Now it's Chapter 5, number one, uh, Peter Griffin, Solid Snake are on the Battle Pass, but it also also introduced new modes. You are about to look at or are looking at uh, Lego Fortnite, ladies and gentlemen. The official uh, description from the one and only Fortnite reads like this. Lego Fortnite is the ultimate survival crafting Lego adventure. It introduces vast open worlds where the magic of Lego building and Fortnite collide. Designed for people of all ages to enjoy together, the game will encourage creativity, experimentation, and collaboration through play. Lego Fortnite is the first digital play experience from the long-term partnership between Epic and the Lego Group and will be available December 7th, 2023 with an E10 Plus rating. The Lego Fortnite journey is just beginning. Of course, follow along here. Keep it playing, Kev. Again, they're showing this. And what happened at the Big Bang was, of course, the reset uh, moving into the next season here, as I talked about with Peter Griffin and Solid Snake. And I'm very excited for Solid Snake. 
Uh, but then also, yeah, that they are adding in all of these new free-to-play games that you're able to do. These are new live service games that will launch in Fortnite later this week and be available globally for free. What are we even it's, looking at? Is this gameplay or is this just apparently? Like- or I mean, this could be the swoop through, I guess, because it came out of the other trailer. I think you're swooping through the environments. It's probably, maybe you're going to glide down like Fortnite. I don't know if you're playing this nonstop or whatever. Uh, but you see, yeah, as you go through here, this was this is pulled from the Big Bang event basically you know it popped off the universe happened and then we everybody got treated to this cutscene that was debuting all these different things if you're an audio listener you got guys stacking a castle over here you got the lego thing going on over here what a brilliant mashup tim that i'm very excited for uh like we said that's december 7th launching inside fortnite free to play and what i love about it is that i think it's going to answer questions parents were about to start asking I take you back to Thanksgiving this year where I was playing Fortnite with multiple children because <laughs> that's all they play and they all wanted. And I had my switch and I was playing with post son, Jack. I was playing with my uh, dad's girlfriend's grandkids and up wrecking them. No, I mean, come on now. The kids are going to be way better than me at Fortnite. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. Jack wanted to play build mode. I'm like, no, no, no build. You know what I mean? No, like, no, we're not no. doing this shit. Uh, anyways, though, I was talking to the other kid's parent and they were like, oh yeah. Like, how do you feel about, uh, you know, he wants, he's 10 or maybe he's 11. He wants, uh, you know, to get into call of duty. We don't like the realism. How do you feel about that? And I was like, ah, oh, you don't, you, you don't, I don't want to get in this family discussion. So no, they're like, no, no, we want your opinion. And of course my opinion is like, at this point, call of duty and Fortnite are, we're just talking about a visual style. You're doing the exact same things, right? It's not like call of duty has you eviscerating somebody and like pulling out their innards or whatever. Right. It's the same thing. You shoot the guy, he goes down, whatever you're talking about. And I think one of the things that throws people appearance about Call of Duty is the realism of the scope of the thing of the whatever, right? And Fortnite's new season introduces weapon mods. So it is putting a scope on an AR and doing all these different things that, again, there was one part I was watching Sancho West last yesterday over the weekend, get his first victory royale as Peter Griffin. And he pulled up his scope. And I mean, when you pull up the scope they have now, it's like, oh, this is fucking Call of Duty, right? Now to have Lego in there as an answer of like, cool, if you still want, if you're, if you aren't comfortable seeing that on your screen, you can have them play this. And, you know, again, not <coughs> a lot of information here, right? It sounds different than what Fortnite is. Lego Fortnite is the ultimate survival crafting Lego adventure. Vast open worlds where the magic of Lego building and Fortnite collide. Design and enjoy. The game will encourage creativity, experimentation, and collaboration through play. I think you can make the argument that traditional Fortnite with its build modes does that as well. But what does that look like in a Lego world? I mean, so like from what I'm hearing here, though, it's like is it seems like it's not even necessarily a battle royale at all, right? This seems more like a hangout space, like that Fortnite's been for kids, but really just focus on hey, let's just hang out and build things more Minecraft esque. I don't know. I mean, I, what you've seen and what I've read is what I know about it. This is the official summation of Lego Fortnite. So I, if there's been more, there are other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What's happening? Me, Tim, Tim no, needs Tim, to move. Yeah. Can oh. you move your mic over a little bit? There it is. There we go. So we'll see. Unless I and again. Uh, hit me up on your wrong ladies and gentlemen if there's an article I've missed out there in terms of what exactly we're getting into with Lego Fortnite but I think it's just cool in general of yes to dial back even some of the things that people might or parents might find questionable and give them there uh, the next one is Rocket Racing Rocket Racing is a supersonic arcade racer where players drift fly and boost with friends <coughs> through an ever growing selection of tracks Rocket Racing is developed by Psionics, the visionary team behind Rocket League, and will be available to play December 8th, 2023 in Fortnite with an E rating. To keep up with it, follow along here. Kevin, can we see that trailer? Uh, yeah. As you, When this was happening and I was watching the trailer jumping into it, right, it was very much like, okay, cool. Oh, 
this are we getting are we just seeing rocket league cars what is this and this is you know again as it's happening in the trailer i what they weren't like announcing all this stuff afterwards they really went into it these free-to-play experiences but as you see you know you have people swooping in here and doing all this stuff and then landing on the car you're like okay cool a rocket league car but no this is actually just straight up they're doing their own little rocket league you know cart racer kind of thing here uh, taking what they've already done again you know uh epic who's acquiring all these companies right taking psionics and using them and what they've done here to do something else here inside of fortnite again the death grip fortnite has on everyone playing fortnite and video games in general continues to grow as the second new video game experience gets added here i mean it's so cool it's overwhelming and as somebody that doesn't play Fortnite, it's very confusing. Like, even just hearing all this, it's like, okay, cool, it's a game within a game. Cool. What's that actually mean? Like, I just, it seems like there's just a lot going on. Um, but I'm a dum-dum in this situation. No, you know, I'm one of the, I'm one of those people no! with, without the comprehension here. So um, I'm sure that the majority of people out there that are actively playing understand this, and this is exciting news to them. Um, it's exciting to me as a, a concept where I'm like, this, and especially the next thing we're about to get to, I'm like, I want to try that. The Lego one, that's cool. That's not for me. This Rocket Racing, yeah, I'm all about that. Let's go. Now, will this encourage you to actually turn it on and do it, though? Because you talked a lot of no. shit. They put Eminem in it. I, yeah, that and one. And you were that. like, oh, I'm going to buy. I'll get Eminem. You never bought Eminem. Didn't say that. Didn't say you, that. I, 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 Kevin, if you have time, go to his Twitter and pull up his Twitter. Because he did say on his fucking Twitter, you got me. Oh, I did say you got me. <clears throat> not, yeah, that not got me in. Your third gameplay mode for Fortnite or whatever you want to call it. Fortnite Festival is a new music game where players can play in a band with friends or perform solo on stage with hit music by their favorite artists. Built by Harmonix, the studio behind the iconic music game Rock Band, Festival marks the beginning of music gaming in Fortnite. The weekend will kick off Fortnite Festival Season 1 as the game's first music icon when the game's goes, game goes live December 9th, 2023 with a teen rating. To keep up with Fortnite Festival, follow along for updates <coughs> on future Fortnite Festival news, new music icons, and season updates. So this is how you get me in. Hell 100%. Yes. My problem is I need to know exactly what this gameplay is. I mean, this is it's looking good, but how are you controlling it? Is this is it's it just, just, the, it's just the shoulder buttons? buttons yeah, some, I saw somebody else put it up that when this happened, when this was happening in your battle thing, you could play it, and it was just keyboard commands because they were playing on mouse and keyboard like a loser. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be more like my baby, Rock Band Unplugged. Remember that, mother? Oh, I'll never forget it. Back from the dead on PSP. And I love that thing, you know? I mean, it's, yeah. it's like Amplitude Light, which, hey, if you're giving me Amplitude with Eminem music, I'm going to be there. I, I want to see how deep this is it's harmonics yep. so i imagine it will be but like i want to see expert mode and again I like see what the the incredibly like sick shit is what i think's interesting about this right is that we're not talking about modes in fortnite we're not talking about like hey eminem loves it as this guy destroys it hey here's a limited time event right these are new live service games yeah. that will launch in Fortnite later this week and be available globally to play for free. Like, I think there's a, you know, a commitment as long as people are there and battle passes and money and yada, yada, yada. But I think like, no, this is a thing. This is going to be a platform. I mean, Fortnite's already the platform, but this will be a harmonics video game platform that you're going to be in there doing stuff. I'm so excited for this. And I mean, starting with the weekend's great too. I'm a little, I love the weekend, love the weekend's music. So, so damn much. The last album that just came out, uh, Don FM last year was uh, maybe my album of the year last year. Wow. I'm a little weirded out. Like after watching the icon on a, the idol. Yeah. I forget what it's called. It was what a, the idol. The, the HBO idol. show with him. Yeah, yeah. Finishing that show. I don't think I can ever hear his music the same. 
real, real I didn't weird. watch the show. I don't it's know him. Really, it was really weird. Really weird. And he specifically was really weird. And when you realize, like, but was he, he a character? He, he, yes, but he also wrote it. it there's something. <laughs> it felt. He was weird enough that I'm like, you've turned me off of your music forever in a way. But still excited. But every time I hear a weekend song come on, I'm, I, I get like, like, ugh. Oh, you get, you get the ick. Yeah, I do. Okay. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Gotcha. I, he's gotcha. Very, very talented. Um, but I, I will be here to, despite that uh, to check this out because got to support this. Got to support Harmonix making a controller rhythm game. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want, baby. Yeah. I'm still, I mean, for me, it's in terms of excitement, I would say it's probably Lego Fortnite, Fortnite Festival, and then a rocket racing, just because I don't feel like I'm going to want to do a lot of racing. You know what I mean? But like all these, yeah, it's awesome to see it happening. I love the idea. I love, again, you know, there's plenty of reasons to critique Epic. <laughs> We've talked about them to death on this show with the amount of layoffs, the band camp, yada, yada, yada. Like a lot of fucked up decisions going over there. But I love this idea of rather than, hey, let's make. Rock Band 5, which has a whole heap of problems and an uphill climb to go through and blah, 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 and like, then you lay people, let's have them make something and we'll put it inside the world's most popular game. And we'll, we're going to have you turning on Fortnite every day to, ha or, you know, every week, whatever it's going to be for people to jump in and have these experiences. And yeah. maybe for the first time ever, get you to download Fortnite? I mean, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, th this 100% is going to get me in. Like, this is actually the, the thing. And I was looking in the chat. People are saying that Fortnite, at this point, is kind of just a launcher you go into, and there's different games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can wrap my head around that. That, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, it, it's everything you just said, I, I'm, I stand with, and I think you're right. It is scary, obviously, of, like, how much power this all has. But sure. with that, if the money's coming in and the quality's there, that's the bigger question. Like, that's my thing. Are these games yeah. actually going to be worthwhile, or are they going to be kind of like uh, – uh, almost like, you know, uh, just like a, it's the Fortnite version of a kart racer, Fortnite version of a Lego game. And right? that's the Lego thing I'm not worried about because they're working so well. With, they're working so closely with Lego, how great that looked, the amount of Lego skins they've talked about or whatever. The Fortnite festival I look at, and that doesn't look like a full-fledged game. Granted, we're talking about one high, node highway, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One M&M thing. That's not indicative of the entire experience. So I want to hold till I play that. But in theory, this is kind of a Tim Getty's dream situation where if you're telling me that we're going to get these music icon events where different artists, are, like Beatles rock band type stuff, but yeah. for different artists and they're going to have like their, their weird little concert situations, some more cringy than others, I'm sure. Of course. Part of the charm of it all. Um, but then I just get like music drops for them and, and get to play. The thing that matters most to me is the difficulty levels and cracking and like like that type of one more shot one more shot like how can i get a high score on this thing um if it has all of that that's gonna be extremely exciting to me but yeah what we're seeing right now i'm not fully sold it's going to be as fully featured as uh, i'd hope that it would be yeah but, you know probably they're just testing it out and seeing exactly i mean this is this is the trailer for it uh kevin there's one i just tossed into assets that i would like to show if you don't mind uh, of course, when you were watching this or participating in it, it kind of pulled skins from your your games to put in. You know how it does or whatever. And so this one person, uh, Jesse, had his Becky Lynch skin pulled and says, J Becky Lynch dancing to Eminem in Fortnite. You can't make this shit up. To which, uh, no, I, we don't need to watch. Well, I guess you could. But if you, uh, it, it got quote tweeted by Becky Lynch from WWE who said, when I thought I couldn't get any worse at dancing, Fortnite made it happen. I love it. Because <laughs> her just doing the stupid Fortnite dances in the middle of it. Those hands are something. Hey, man. It's a style they have for Fortnite, all right? Oh, is it really? Wh whose hands? Uh, Becky's? Go right before the track comes up. When we see the audience hands. Oh, the audience hands. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not a style. Well, I mean, maybe it is for, I don't know anything about, you know, oh, Fortnite this Festival. Might, I think this might be just Twitter compression or something. Sure. <laughs> like, that looks god-awful, but uh, that doesn't look by design. Number four on the Roper Report, Timothy.
No Game Pass for PlayStation or Nintendo. Ooh. This is Jez Corden over at Windows Central. Uh, Jez had an interview with Phil Spencer uh, and uh, had a whole bunch of stuff, but this is I'm going to pull two paragraphs from it, all right? I asked Phil Spencer about Xbox CFO Tim Stewart's recent comments regarding Xbox Game Pass. Stewart, in a presentation with Wells Fargo, said that Microsoft's aim was to bring Xbox Game Pass to any screen that can play games, including Nintendo and PlayStation. Many Xbox fans took that to indicate that Microsoft is preparing for an industry where Xbox hardware no longer exists, since Xbox Game Pass and its exclusives are a primary value driver for Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and Xbox One hardware. Quote, I'll start by saying that we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. It's not in our plans. But I think you hit the right point of what it means to own an Xbox. The thing I want to be focused on is how do we continue to innovate for people who've made the commitment to our hardware platform? And how do we continue to make sure that they feel great about the investment in what we've built? And obviously, Phil goes on to talk about hardware and everything else and the amazing things they're doing. But, Tim, Mm -hmm. do you buy it? No, not for a second. Yeah. I I think it's inevitable that it happens. I I don't know when, but... I, uh, maybe I believe that there's currently no plans, but I believe that the moment that there can be, there will be. It I just makes sense. This goes back to a outdated uh, thing we used to talk about at IGN all the time, right? But uh, when we looked at the Nintendo and, uh, you know, the Wii U wasn't doing well and it was all oh, blah, blah, blah. It was always the thing of like, well, if anything ever goes super wrong, they can flip the switch and they can put Mario on everything and PlayStation and Xbox and make a gajillion dollars and be fine. I think it's a similar thing here where they're investing so much in the Xbox ecosystem with Activision, Blizzard, Bethesda, et cetera, and so on, right? That obviously you don't want to alienate your audience who's buying the hardware and the hardware is doing well enough and the dominoes are lining up that at any moment they could kick them over and everybody goes out and buys an Xbox, right? When they finally get into, this is a losing proposition. We cannot do this. The hit the switch moment is trying to figure out Xbox Game Pass or moving forward with Xbox Game Pass on every screen known to man. Yeah, including and, PlayStation. I mean, I mean, if I was a betting man, I, I think that it's uh, not so much uh, a backup plan of flip the switch. I think it is a, that is the plan they're building towards. It's yeah. just, they're not there yet. Tech's not there yet, they're, but it's getting there. And I think that within the next generation or two, and I think two is like way too long, I do imagine that there will be conversations starting that will eventually then lead to it just happening. It's hard to even imagine what that all looks like, though, because I I think that when we look at how rapidly tech has um, increased over the last two decades, video games, smartphones, internet, all of it, I think that we can't even comprehend what two generations from now is going to look like. Um, And I feel like somewhere along the line, decisions are going to be made where it just makes financial sense to, to, to make this happen. There's also so much conversation going around about uh, a video game uh, bubble bursting soon, you know, and yeah, it's yeah. getting too big. And then what happens? The fallout of that's going to be really interesting. Will sure. that happen? I think we're in a semi doom and gloom situation right now. I don't know that it's inevitable yet, but I do think that we are marching towards uh, a downfall of games being prohibitively expensive to make, requiring mm-hmm. way too many people mm-hmm. to make, and not hitting the marks that they need to. We're even kind of seeing this with superhero movies with VFX studios and all of that. I think games are going to eventually face that in a, uh, a much more um, demonstrative, demonstrative degree when it comes to across the board. It's not just going to be one type of team that they're lacking. They're going to be lacking QA testers. They're going to be lacking animators. They're going to be lacking every single thing because there's just not enough people out there to work on 
these tentpole games that are quadruple A, you know, that are the only games that are making enough money to be to justify the teams. And it, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Um, so with all of that in mind, I think it's inevitable that Game Pass comes to PlayStation to PlayStation. <laughs> and then Nintendo's a harder one. Hey, man, the cloud, the cloud. But, but that's the thing, man. Like, with the cloud, with all that stuff, the tech is getting there. It's not quite there yet, but it is way further along than I would have ever expected it to be. We'll see, Timothy. Mm-hmm. Number five on the Roper Report. There's a new Halo Infinite trailer. Let's watch it. Uh, with the December update dropping on December 5th, the last incarnation of, I'm oh, sorry, the latest incarnation of Firefight will arrive in Halo Infinite Firefight King of the Hill. Tim, does this get you going? Are you, or would you, will you come back? Does this matter to you? No, I mean, Firefight King of the Hill, all awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this isn't it for me. But I'm really stoked that Mike and them seem to be really uh, high on uh, this, this season of, of Halo Infinite. Okay. Right, like I, I, it seems like there's very positive sentiment about Halo. Yeah, Infinite no, for right sure, now, for sure. There was great. a lot of there was a lot, you know uh, when we did the game awards predictions, right? There was a lot of people who were bent out of shape, and even the nominees that it wasn't in there for community support or best ongoing game, uh, based on the fact that they had turned it around this thing. But then there was a conversation, maybe they turned it around too late, or maybe people aren't there, yada yada yada. But there was juice behind this trailer coming out today, so it's good to look at it. If you want a little bit of a thing here, uh, reading from their uh, press release, what is Firefight King of the Hill, and how does it work? Our take on Firefight is in many ways close to previous iterations of Firefight you remember. You and three other Spartans will face waves of banished foes until you prevail or die trying. The experience is entirely PvE, so there are no other human players to sweat against. Just you, your fire team, and Halo Infinite's awesome cast of campaign LM enemies. Sounds fun. If you're a person who likes Halo, Mike, there it is. Number six. Timbits. That's right. Ooh. Two little stories for you. Uh, VGC tweets, play, uh, Payday Studio Starbreeze is making a Dungeons & Dragons live service game. It's codenamed Project Baxter. The co-op multiplayer title will support cross-play when it launches for, quote, all major platforms in 2026. Hmm. <clears throat> if that wasn't enough for you, and you want something more immediate, Vampire Survivors tweets, ready for an adventure? Adventures are coming to Vampire Survivors December 6th. Self-contained miniature story modes that reset and remix the game's content. Watch Daily Devs for more info. It's coming to PC and Xbox. And then it puts in parentheses, Nintendo Switch and mobile coming later. We're sorry. <laughs> Heart. Here's what I'll say. Coming out on December 6th. Mm -hmm. That's tomorrow. Two days. Two days. That's Wednesday. Where the fuck is Vampire Survivors on PlayStation? Still isn't there. Could be a good Game Awards announcement. Free show? Yeah. Yeah. Available? No. Boom. Go get it. Because <sighs> I'm sick of waiting. I get it. Playing on my Switch a lot. I like mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Tim, mm -hmm. I'm ready for Vampire Survivors to come to PlayStation and let me get some trophies, but it's so far away. If it I is. wanted something more immediate, say what game to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming <clears throat> software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Savog's Dream is on PC. Fashion designer winter updates out today. Solash 2 is on PC early access. Make Way is on PC and Xbox Series X. That's it. Cool. That's all you got. That is all you got. Tim? Yeah. We've partnered with NVIDIA to we talk have. about the cool updates that come to NVIDIA. What do you got for me there? NVIDIA has been so great to us, obviously, over the years, Indeed. partnering with us and, uh, with GeForce. And what's really cool 
is we're celebrating five years of GeForce RTX being introduced to the world. This month, they're celebrating a big milestone of adding RTX on to 500 games and apps from Minecraft to Cyberpunk to Alan Wake 2. 87 million hours of RTX games are played each week. To celebrate, NVIDIA is giving away 20, 20 $500 gift cards, and other prizes. You can follow the RTX 500 link in the chat right now uh, to learn how to get in on that. Um, and then the two more cool things to talk about here. Give all the cool games. Or sorry, Warzone is getting DLSS 3. On Wednesday this week, Season 1 of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Warzone goes live with brand new maps and game modes. NVIDIA has put AI-powered DLSS 3 and Reflex in-game to acceler accelerate your frame rates and lower your PC's latency to give you an edge on all the action. You can get a good look at Warzone's new map this Wednesday uh, with the boys right here at Kind of Funny. They're going to be doing a, a fun stream showing that off like <clears throat> only Andy Cortez can, you know? It's true. Uh, and then Cyberpunk 2077 Ultimate Edition is launching and getting update 2.1. Cyberpunk 2077's new Ultimate Edition with every update add-on and extra that CD Projekt Red has put in the game over the last three years arrives tomorrow with a special update 2.1. Uh, the update further enhances the game's tech and graphics and the full ray tracing you'll see on PC with DLSS 3.5 has never looked better. Uh, Andy was showing me some of the cyberpunk uh, with all this stuff. And it's just like, how does it look this good? How can a game look this good, Greg? Yeah. Exciting stuff all around. But yeah, check that out. We asked people watching live and later mm -hmm. to go to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to be part of the show for free for a segment we call Reader Mail. Today's Reader Mail is not from those channels. Wow. Instead, it's from the live chat on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. Where a dumb motherfucker named dumb Darko513 oh, put this comment into the YouTube chat mm -hmm. while you were reading that, all mm -hmm. right? Right out on the heels of Vampire Survivor's conversation. This dumb motherfucker said, so funny watching PlayStation dudes refuse to play games on the other systems. It's pretty immature. Darko, you dumb motherfucker. Did you not hear me say I play it a lot on Switch? When we did the streams on Switch, did you not hear me say I played it on mobile and Xbox? We go live to John Hopkins, hopkinmedicine.org, and it says how to get a toddler to listen. This is uh, Dr. Alyssa Fritz. How does toddler cognitive development play a role in testing boundaries and not listening? She then goes through on what we need to do to get dumb motherfuckers like Darko, who I assume is not a toddler like my two-year-old who apparently has better listening skills to pay attention to the fucking YouTube video you are watching. You are here. You had enough cognitive ability to hear, I want Vampire Survivors on PlayStation, but you must have had all the other tabs open. Must have been looking at the pornos, the body pillows, saying, I don't, I can't process it all. This man who likes PlayStation, no play game nowhere else. Darko, take your hand out of the fucking paste jar. Wash it. Throw away your PC. If you have other platforms, throw them away too. You don't deserve them. And then what I need you to do is walk in 
to your local police station. Say, is there an unsolved murder? And if they say yes, you say you did it because I don't want you back here. Big Rattler says it's kind of fucked up to yell at a toddler like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a toddler. Like I said, my toddler. I didn't yell this dumb motherfucker too. He didn't follow the narrative I just spun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we told you it's a weird week for Games Daily, but that still means that every weekday you are getting a Games <laughs> Daily. Let me check you're wrong, actually. Yeah, let's see what we got wrong. Doesn't sound possible. We have nothing. You. Somebody who must work on a game I've never heard of says we, there's a new trailer. We don't talk about every new trailer here. Come on. Anyways, this week's host look like this. Tuesday, again, it will be right after the GTA trailer, and it's going to be everybody. We have the whole games team here, except Blessing, who's on an event, and then Mike, who's sick today, maybe sick tomorrow. We'll see what's up. But you'll get me and Tim, and you'll get Andy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm prepared for Andy just to be a horse's ass about being up that early. Grant, normally he would have gone to, up. I was going to say, normally yeah. he would have gone to bed 30 minutes before yeah, yeah, this, but yeah, now he's going to no, be a big old be jerk. He's be ready to go. Wednesday, it'll be a normal games daily. Bless and Tim. Mm-hmm. Thursday, it's going to be a noon showtime with Tim and Andy. And then Friday, Tim and Mike will close out your week of kind of funny games. So daily. exciting. Remember everybody, it's a big day here. Andy's going to eat mac and cheese for the first time. So no <laughs> post show. Uh, instead, they're going to go right in to get kind of munchies all set up for you and then do a great job there. If you can't watch it live, watch it later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. I assume, right? Doesn't go on games. Kind of funny is where munchies must go. Maybe. Roger. Kind of funny. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. You can catch kind of munchies out later. If you're not watching live as we record it after uh, they do that, they are going to stream some Fortnite. Am I joining them? Goddamn right. I am. I'm getting, I'm getting the rust off. Woo. Get ready for solid snake in 50 days. Can't wait. Why question, is it 50 days? Cause life sucks. Quick question. I wanted to ask earlier. And I forgot. Uh, and sorry to put you on the spot with this one, but has any like Fortnite is the, the most insane crossover of all time. We're getting everybody and, and their moms. Has anyone ever been, re- been removed? Has any character been removed because of licensing? Like, oh no! Remember that one guy who was a homophobe or whatever? They took. Oh no, that was called. That was Warzone. No, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Anybody? Pretty impressive, man. I Travis Scott. Everybody's saying. So, like, if you had the Travis Scott skin and they took that, or is he homophobe? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Travis Scott. People like him, right? Cactus Jack. But they, uh, no, Roger, you're <laughs> Roger, shaking. Roger's just in there shaking. He's not removed. They just haven't brought him back. So if again, though, so if they've never taken a skin away from you and said, oh, this guy, no, no, no. So no, Tim, that's the answer. Okay. That's very cool. Very cool. Very cool. So I'll be able to play potentially a rhythm game as Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially Pretty sick. Again, as you see, here's the other thing I'm going to toss out there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not trying to sell you on anything, yeah, but I am yeah, trying yeah. to sell you. Go buy Eminem. Cause again, like, like they're gonna turn your Lego, your things into. I don't really want Eminem. <laughs> you love Eminem. I know, but I'll, I'll play his music. I don't need to play as him. That's, you love cosplaying he as Eminem. To watch his movie. <laughs> That's also fucked up. You know what I mean? It is. It's really messed up. Any movie Taylor Swift's been in, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny. Games Daily. It's been a ride. He's gonna eat mac and cheese. We're gonna let them get in here. Wait, Remember, have you seen Amsterdam? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> I don't know what that so is. <laughs> I know that she was in Valentine's Day and I saw that. All right. What's Amsterdam? You know what? I'll get, tell me off camera. Uh, you can go and watch the show anytime. Uh, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Listen anytime. Podcast services around the globe. Like, subscribe, share, leave reviews, all that jazz. Of course, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can support us and get the show ad free. Of course, you get a bunch of episodes. You can watch kind of funny games uh, daily. Do its thing. You can watch the game. You get all the podcasts live as we record them. It's a great deal and it keeps the lights and mics on. It keeps us insane. 
Uh, however, if you have no bucks tossed our way, use the epic creator code. Hey, maybe you're playing Fortnite. Maybe you're just getting the free battle pass. If you go and put the creator code kind of funny, that really helps us out a lot. And we can't thank you enough for it. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.